Hello everyone and welcome to Northern Bibliosphere, a podcast series taking you on a literary journey across the north of Scotland. Each episode will be going through a different chapter of book culture across this incredible region. I'm your host, Freddie, and together we'll be meeting local writers and chat about their work, browse bookshops, discover events and initiatives from the local literary scene. So you must have noticed that things are quite quiet for a while, but I can assure you it was not laziness behind it. Uh, mostly my plans were disrupted and shattered by picking up a cold. Not COVID, a cold. So that was combined with excessive car karaoke, which meant that my voice first disappeared. I then could only make turkey sounds, which according to anyone I was talking to was hilarious. And then I went through all the stages of March Simpson and her sisters, but now I'm back. All is good and I will make it up for the last time by delivering my longest ever introduction. I can finally introduce you to a couple of very special episodes that I've been in the making for a wee while. Today we start a conversation about stories, why they are important and how they live and breathe in our communities. We are a literary podcast and we couldn't just miss out on discussing storytelling even more so when we are full into Scotland's year of stories. Last year it was all about seas and oceans, but in 2022 Scotland celebrates the heritage and significance of tales, myths, legends and all the creative ways we have to develop them and bring them to life. This means that all over Scotland there are and will be some absolutely great events which tie in with the themed year, which is an initiative launched by Visit Scotland. So in the next episode, we'll be looking at what is available on the doorstep in the north of Scotland. And we start from the city of Inverness. We have got so far and not spoken about it yet, I don't know how, but I'm really pleased to talk to committee member Elaine Jones about the incredible initiative which is Nesbook Fest. This is an open and inclusive festival which was born in 2016 and which will come back finally live in October from the 6th to the 8th. The programme is yet to come but we know that they will be working as one of the Scotland Year of Stories programme events. But now I will give the word to Elaine which will tell us more about this incredible festival. Enjoy! There we go. Good morning, Elaine. How are you doing? Welcome to Northern Bibliosphere. Good morning, Federica. I'm, I'm very well and it's very happy to be here with you this morning and to talk about my favourite thing, which is books and stories. Uh, you're part of the committee at Nest Book Fest, so uh, can you tell us a bit about the festival, just quite briefly to introduce us to uh, what you do and how it was born and yeah, just tell us a bit more. So Nest Book Fest is a wonderful book festival. It's based in Inverness and the Highlands and roundabout. And it came about um, by a local author who, like me, had spent many happy hours in the Edinburgh International Book Festival. And she felt that uh, she would like to have one here. So that's Barbara Henderson. And she basically put the word out, is, would anyone else like to join me and do this? and the Nest Book Fest was born. But one of the really great things that attracted me to Nest Book Fest is that the book festival is free to the participants. So what happens is that we raise money through the year and then that will fund the events and the author payments. But it means that anyone could come along 
even if it's an author you're not quite sure of or you're not too familiar with and you maybe wouldn't want to spend a lot of money on a ticket uh, you can come along and try things uh, and it really removes that one barrier because we were very much aware that in Edinburgh it can get quite expensive if you want to see a lot of authors so we wanted to take that away so everyone can come along for free um, and it just makes it really accessible to everybody and then we also try and take the book vessel out to people so um, we recognise that some people might not think a book festival is for them, they might not feel part of that audience, so we take it out to people. Um, so we go to schools, hospitals, hospices, um, anywhere people will have us really, just to share our love of stories and books um, with the, the local people. And of course, in the year of the pandemic, we had to put everything online, so that let us reach perhaps people whose physical access can be difficult, so people could access things from home. So it's great fun, and um, I would encourage anybody who to come along, join us, anyone wants to volunteer, we're a, a lovely group, and uh, it's it's great. Yeah, that's fantastic, thank you. And yeah, you were saying the importance of reaching out to people that maybe wouldn't normally be able to afford as well a festival, like the Edinburgh Book Festival, um, or um, just a attracting more people with the beauty of storytelling as well. Uh, but uh, uh, to me, the main focus of this interview is that this year you will be uh, incorporated within the uh, event. Um, you will kind of like collaborate partnership in partnership with uh, Scotland's Years of Stories. Um, so can you tell me a bit uh, about what you're planning to do whatever um, it is at this stage because it's quite early days so um... it's quite early days and some of it is top secret at the minute <laughs> but we'll give you some, we'll give you some teasers and um, but we were so excited to that this year is the the year of, of stories um, and with our new Macar being involved it's uh, Macar sorry uh, being involved it's there's so many things going on so many things going on around the country um, and there's lots of things going on locally so from places nearby like Findhorn um, they're being involved this year obviously we're being involved but one of the great things about um, this year of stories is exploring the different ways that we tell stories and so uh, as well as it being about books and authors and book events um, storytelling can 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 take lots of different forms and that can be spoken word and poetry and film and music so we really want to be collaborating with a really wide range of people this year um, just to celebrate all the different ways that we as people tell stories um, and really just celebrate how important it is uh, to all of us to feel connected and I think we in the Highlands, we try and make quite an effort to connect with the local area. So we always try and have some local authors involved too, and really try and give it that sense of place, because it is a really special place that, that we're living in and, and the kind of artistic and cultural landscape of the Highlands is incredibly rich. Um, so we really want to have a national kind of spread but 
a local focus as well. Um, so for example, in the past, we've had uh, writers like Ali Smith, and obviously she's a local lass, but a great big national and international name. Um, so she came to talk to us one year. So, uh, but yes, yeah, so we're at the planning stages at the minute. So lots of exciting possibilities. Um, but until things are confirmed, we have to keep them under wraps. But really, we want people to get involved in as many ways as possible. And I, I guarantee that there will be something that will interest everybody because we're going to try and cover a lot of, uh, a lot of ground and different people's interests and just take part in this great big party. We can't wait. Yeah, as you said, big, big party. And uh, well, you're going to have more information, I guess, on your website. Uh, I'm going to put the links in the show notes. And uh, uh, Nesbuk Fest this year, is it from 6th of October to the 8th, right? Yeah, so it will be in October and uh, we will announce uh, the guests as they're confirmed. So we'll always put information on the website and you can go onto the website for updates and information and contact details and um, we also put some of our YouTube uh, video things on there from time to time but only for certain times because you have to join us and then they'll go again um, but we'll as the year goes on we'll be announcing and, and letting you know and all the readers know what's happening so we really hope people can come along and have a bit of an open mind um, Maybe things that they wouldn't think they would normally enjoy, just give it a go, nothing to lose. Um, and yeah, I think that's going to be great fun. We're really looking forward to having more in person because we had to go online a lot for the last couple of years, which was quite difficult because we like to get together and tell stories. That's, you know, that's the point is these events have been together. So um, we did have some in person last year as well as some online. So we're really looking forward to coming together. Um, and, and and sharing our experiences and our stories. So, yeah, watch the space. No, definitely. And you were saying, of course, being in person, it's so much better in terms of maybe setting the atmosphere and creating that connection and actually getting people's attention on what the reader is, uh, the, sorry, the author is saying or the storyteller. But also I'm thinking that over lockdown, people that worked in the book industry as well have had a, such an important role um, in just connecting with people that were at home. So storytelling, it was important, maybe, maybe even more important in such a moment to connect people. So can you tell me a bit more what we've been doing in lockdown as well? Yeah, for sure. So the first year of lockdown, we had a read-along because we had our uh, Nest Book Fest programme pretty much finished and ready to go and of course sadly we had to cancel because of the first year of the pandemic and the lockdown so we thought we would take as much as we could of that online and what we did was have a, a calendar of, of reading and we did a, a read-along so that people could all read the same book over a month so kind of a virtual book club uh, but without requiring anything special, so it's just people could uh, read along at home and, and feel connected in that way because we were really aware that there were a lot of people who, you know, by necessity were quite isolated during that time. Everyone had to stay separate and um, 
look after themselves but reading and connecting with people I think was really important so we so we did that and then we did some uh online interviews and of course <laughs> that was a great learning curve for all of us we'd never can you imagine a world where we didn't know what zoom was well we all had to learn pretty quick and um so we did some online events so we did some really exciting things that with people that we might not be able to get to come locally just with schedules um so we had uh, ursula buchan who wrote beyond the 39 steps which is a biography of john buchan and uh so we read the book together and then i interviewed ursula and we made a film of it and put it online for people to have a look so that was really nice and um, we did some online programs with Robin Ince, who is an English writer, comedian, broadcaster, and uh, it meant he could join us from Wales. So we could get people that might not be able to be there uh, personally. So that was all really exciting. Going back to Scotland years of stories, um, I'm thinking, how do you think this, um, how do you think this event, which will be Scotland, right, with the enhanced uh, literary scene in general, the storytelling scene in the air, because while the Highlands are quite uh, personally, from an external perspective, there's so much focus on storytelling. It's so exciting to see so many people interested in local history and folk tales and mythology, but all aspects of storytelling. So. What is special about it and how will this special year enhance the, um, the, the scene? So, um, the, the year of storytelling really helps us just to go back to that really basic human need to connect and tell stories. Um, and I think what it will really do is help us connect around the country. So there are so many book festivals and literary events. There's so many authors um, and so many people with a real deep passion for, for storytelling in all its forms. So I think what's going to really happen this year, it's going to help us create a lot of links between all these different aspects. Um, and uh, Creative Scotland did a course uh, last year um, called Shaping the Narrative, and it was about developing new voices for chairing literary festivals and um, so I took part in that and it was great and we made such lovely connections um, between all the participants all the book festivals and literary festivals around the country some that I had no idea existed so the fact that it kind of helped put us all in touch and then create this network of people who are interested in stories and storytelling um, it's just shown me how much potential this year has for for really building on that kind of thing that we really can connect um, people right across the country and also if if there are areas perhaps you know when the sort of art of storytelling and the sort of Scottish tradition has been slightly lost because we're quite a globalized world now um, but you're right in the Highlands we really have that tradition of of, of storytelling um, in person as well as in books 
and whether it's the long dark winter nights that we need something to keep us occupied by the fire and um, but here I've, I've found a real tradition that's still very much alive in terms of um oral history and storytelling and using music um, and also I found personally really interesting is all the Gaelic language so that's a big strand of the of the Ness Book Fest, which is unique, I think, because um, most of the other big book festivals don't have a Gaelic strand. So I don't speak the Gaelic language myself, uh, but it's so fascinating to see and hear how lively that culture is here and how much it's celebrated. And I think that's a really exciting part of it. So that'll be something that we can bring to this year. So around the country that, that we have real experience and, um, and real knowledge of. And um, just listening to the music of the language, because as I say, I don't, have, I don't speak it myself, so I don't, I don't always understand. But when it's Gaelic poetry or music or storytelling, it just sounds so beautiful. So whether you know a few words or not, it's it's such an important part of our Scottish culture. So I think we'll this year will help us take that Gaelic strand to the rest of the nation and celebrate um, that aspect of it. So yeah, I'm so looking forward yeah, to Yeah, getting more people to download the Duolingo Scots Gaelic app. <laughs> get to learn it i've tried it's very difficult i need to get back on it <laughs> for the next book fest i'm gonna try <laughs> well everyone wants to try <laughs> you can just come along and listen and enjoy it you know even if you don't uh, understand everything just come for the experience and yes no and i think that's one another thing that in general the english or scots gaelic or doric for the other side but it's mostly the wonderful flow of the language as well. So it will be great to have more um, in-person events as well. And also probably um, getting more focus on the North of Scotland in terms of the literary scene, because uh, as you said, like there's a lot of focus on the central belt and other places in Scotland, which is, is great. Like there's some absolutely fantastic events, but it's just fantastic also to bring it back to a local level and actually get people to know what's available to them locally and actually maybe uh, reading themselves in stories that were written in the local area where they live and breathe. Absolutely. So I came up from Edinburgh with a very misguided apprehension that, well, there won't be as much of a literary scene up there in the Highlands. Oh boy, was I wrong. Because it's such a beautiful area that nature inspires so much art and culture. So there are so many painters, musicians, writers, storytellers, poets here. I was absolutely blown away by the amount of talent that is here. And in a very Scots way, they don't blow their own trumpet very much. It's all very quiet and uh, modest. Uh, and so I was absolutely astounded by how much incredible work there is and the, what a great backdrop the Highlands are for all sorts of stories. So we can have the historical novels and um, all of the Scots history. So, for example, we had Sarah Fraser along um, talking about the prince who would be king. So that was about Henry Stuart. 
and we went from that to Lucy Foley's Hunting Party, which was a best-selling crime book, but it was set in the Highlands um, as a hunting lodge. So the backdrop itself inspires so much, whether that's history, whether it's nature writing. Um, I mean, there's been some wonderful anthologies this year, last year, uh, one called Atlas of Water. Sorry, you need to check that. <laughs> um, but a lot of nature writing. Um, so that there's so much here that we want to really sh shine the spotlight on and let the rest of the country and the rest of the world know that that's here. But the other thing we like to do is give new authors and debut authors um, a, an opportunity to appear at the book festival alongside the big names. So we have, when we have an in-person event, we have a three minute window. Um, so we have a, a three minute session where people can pitch uh, writing to us and stories to us. And we pick the best ones so that someone can read their work um, to the audience ahead of a, a, a big full event. And that often really is a great opportunity for a lot of people. So. But a lot of stress, of course, because people are reading their work for the first time uh, alongside people they greatly respect. But that's a really lovely thing about giving people that opportunity that can be a real springboard for people uh, moving forward. So um, there's just so much here. It's, it's, it's riches beyond measure. And we want to share it with the world now. Absolutely. Sorry, I didn't catch it. How can uh, someone submit their work to... Um get it pitched and then I guess that is going to be read at the festival when it actually goes live so um, where can someone write to is is it still open for pitches or is it still so I'm afraid the pitching window for this year has closed um, and we've had so many uh, interesting and interested people so we have to put a sort of time limit on it that people can um, submit and then it closes again so the pitching window has now closed for this year but we open every year at the beginning of the year uh, and that will be on the website so people can have a look um, uh, and that's specifically when we we invite people to to pitch us ideas um, but we're always here we're always we're always interested in, in, in meeting storytellers and hearing from them so you know if people want to get in touch via the website that's always fine um, but, but as I say, there's just so much local talent that, that we, we're overwhelmed by the amount of interest and the high quality submissions we get that we can't physically fit everybody in as, you know, as much as we would like to. But yeah, so if people keep an eye on the website and the social media app, then um, we will let people know when the picture window opens again. That's fantastic. So yeah, I'll put all the links in the show notes again. And uh, thank you so, so much, Elaine, for being here. It's been really great to have you. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely catch up when closer to the date when there's more, um, when you have more things organized and we're gonna have a chat about Nice Book Fast. Can't wait to see what's in program. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been such a delight to be here and talk to you. And I look forward to coming back with all our exciting news near the time and let me know all the things we have planned. So I hope you can join us. So that's us for today. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Northern Bibliosphere. Uh, I'll be linking some useful stuff in the show notes so you can get involved in all things uh, Scotland Years of Stories and Nesbuk Fest. So go have a browse. If you like the show, please share it with your friends or if you want to be super cool, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or a rating wherever you get your podcasts. It would really mean a lot to us and uh, we'd really love to read what you think about the podcast and if you have any suggestions, please do uh, write reviews and if you have an author, book or literary project that you would like featured on our podcast, please drop us an email at northernbibliospherepod at gmail.com or you can now leave us a review of a book you loved on SpeakPipe more in the show notes basically you can leave us a voice message a voice review which we want to include in our upcoming episodes so that's really cool and uh, please do go on SpeakPipe we will be back very soon with more voices from the literary scene in the north so please stay tuned and join us on the journey I hope you have a fantastic rest of the week bye